1: Well, hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of From Hostage to Hero. Sorry, Delamotte here with you. How y'all doing? You hanging in there? I hope so. I haven't not once stopped writing in my morning pages. This is the best year of my life. Coronavirus is not going to get me down. Shouldn't get you down either. Things are tough. Yes, but we've got this, my friends. Just a reminder to join the From Hostage to Hero Facebook group if you've not done so or give us a review on iTunes or at Trial Guides from from Hostage to Hero, the book. Thank you in advance. All right, well, today we're talking about the concept of competing values. You know, last week we had the episode on time management and every time I talk about time management, what ends up coming up for for clients is this idea of competing values. Now, before I I talk about what I mean by that, let's first define what I mean by values and how to get to values. In my work as a coach, one of the number one, if not one of the first things I do with my new clients is really get at what they value. Because where we tend to end up living lives that we don't recognize and is when we are out of alliance or out of um, congruence with our value system. And that's because so many of us don't spend time looking at what it is that we value. And this is why coaching is so valuable because it helps you see what you value and point out when you are not honoring your values and what that's costing you. So there's many ways to get to your value system. Um, If you were to ask people, what do you value? They tend to go to their head. They tend to go, well, you know, I value honesty. I value integrity. But that often always doesn't hit the mark because we're coming from a thinking place. So there's a couple places that you can go, even just right now in this podcast as an experiment to see what you value. You know, the time-honored one is to, to project to your funeral, as macabre as that is. And think about what would you be most proud of people saying? What would you want your kids to say? What would you want your colleagues to say? What would you want your clients to say? That's going to really cue in to what you value. You can also look at what makes you angry? What really pisses you off? You know, if, if somebody asked me that question, what really pisses you off? Sorry. It's the it's intolerance and inequality. I mean, if there's anything that I have to like restrain myself on Facebook, it's just seeing racist posts or racist thinking or intolerant thinking or any sense of unfairness or being inequitable I just I can't like deal and so that is obviously a huge trigger for me which also speaks to a value of mine which is equality and fairness so that's one way that you can get at your value system you can also look at how you spend your time, which is, is um, something we talked about last week in depth. But really, this can be two-pronged approach. You can look at how you spend your time and see if it's how you like spending your time. And if it isn't, ask yourself why, because there's a great example of you not honoring a value in your life. Well, I hate that I'd spend my time on X, Y, Z. Why? Because I'd really rather be doing this, or because, you know, it's it's not what I'm good at, or whatever your reason is. You'll you'll most definitely get to some values there. So, some common values of people are some of the things I've mentioned. Um, Equality for me, fairness, honesty, family, self-care, growth, learning. You can Google online values sheets. That's often very helpful. But values work is very, very important because if we're not living our values, then what's the point? We're really living out of congruence and that really causes us pain in our lives when when we are living a life that is not congruent with our values. Again, this is why it's so important in coaching and where we normally start. Now, having said that, what comes up for a lot of people, especially as they're talking about how to spend their time, which is why I'm doing this podcast after last week's one on time management, is the sense of competing values, meaning sometimes they'll say things like, okay, well, I value my family, sorry, obviously, but I also value my work and I have no idea how to pick or which one should be driving the bus. (laughs) And that's where we're talking about competing values, because this is true, is it not? Oftentimes, our values are in competition with each other. So you may value family, but you also value friendship, and you also value work, and you also value learning, and you also value all these other things. And sometimes, more often than not, those values will clash so the question that we're gonna hopefully try to answer for you today is what to do when you have a clash of values. How you how do you decide which value should win? Well, let's take the work and family or work-life balance um, value clash since that tends, tends to be the biggest one that people tend to run into and when they're talking about competing values. I want to point out, and if you haven't listened to the podcast on the saboteur, that overwhelm and confusion is the main tool of the saboteur in many people's lives. Not always, but for most people. The saboteur, for those of you who have not listened to that one, is not us. It is a voice that we hear quite often. Many times it's more than one saboteur that tells us we're not good enough. We should do this. We shouldn't do that. Why do we do this? You look stupid. Um, and, And it comes from variety of places from old messages that we were told, life experiences, cultural influences. The point of the saboteur and to really recognize is that it's not us and it's something that can be managed. It's not something unfortunately that ever totally goes away but the saboteur voice can be recognized that's the first step and it can be managed. So. I just want to point out as we go into this idea of competing values that it's a real tool of the saboteur when you have a clash of values to immediately throw you into overwhelm and confusion because what overwhelm and confusion does is it stops you from making change. And as we said in that podcast, the number one thing, number one, that scares the saboteur is change, that you're going to change something. The saboteur wants to keep you safe. That's the one good part of the saboteur. (laughs) Unfortunately, the things the saboteur wants to keep us safe from are, are not really things that are harmful. It's just trying to convince us that they're harmful, change being one of them. So if it can keep you from moving, if it can keep you from making change in your life. It's done its job. And this is why when you are about to make a big change, if you're on the cusp of something big, that's when the saboteur is loudest. That's when it's absolutely screaming and yelling at you because you are about to make change. And unfortunately, this is why I say this so often, so many of you hear that saboteur voice screaming at you as you're about to make change and you confuse that with your inner wisdom or as a sign that you shouldn't do it and you back off. And I just want to say that that should be a sign you're on the right track when your saboteur is all over you because it means you're about to change something and that you are on the right track to transformation. So just before we go into this whole idea of how to deal with competing values, just know that a a very familiar and comfortable place for many of you is the saboteur will throw you into confusion over, well, I don't know what to do. And, you know, I care about both of them. And this, this problem is just unsolvable, so on and so forth, which is not true. Here's the first thing that I want to say, especially with work-life balance, quote unquote. Balance is an illusion at least the way that we hold balance in our society and as as human beings when we think of balance we think of something like a scale where both sides are equal and they are are both have the same amount of weight on it and unfortunately that's not what balance is okay balance is really being at a, a place where you are deciding what is needed now and you are at a position of choice you know i think about of you, know you have we still have ours they're really big those big um well you know those exercise balls this is half of an exercise ball it's got a plastic top so it literally looks like a plastic ball or one of those exercise balls cut in half with a plastic top that you can either bounce up and down or, or or stand on the ball part or you can turn it over and get on the plastic top and then you have to balance on it like a balance beam, right? Because it's, you know, you're standing on top of this half of a plastic ball. This is what I think about when I think about balance. When you're on top of that ball and you're in, in perfect balance, the way we like to hold balance, you're not moving, are you? That's not what I see balance as as this place where you're in total stagnation. No, it's sometimes you lean to the left because the the left is what's calling you. And sometimes you lean back because you need to take a step back. And sometimes you lean forward because it's time to move. And sometimes you lean to the right because that's where life is calling you. It's the fluidity. That is what balance is all about. it your ability to stay on the ball. If your idea of balance is to be perfectly still, One foot, even with the other foot, I'm going to call that stagnation. My definition of balance is that you stay on the ball and that you're flexible and fluid and you are moving where life takes you. That's what I'm talking about. When we talk about competing values, I have, you know, a couple things for you to be thinking about. So the first one that I want you to think about when you have a value that, or two values that are clashing or, or at least seem like they're clashing, is to understand that you have choice because this is where the saboteur comes in is that we tend to go to there's no right option here I'm stuck right there's a reason why in our coaches training there's three particular principles that we can coach and one is fulfillment coaching one is balance coaching and one is process coaching Um, balance coaching is all about helping people get unstuck and so this is what we're talking about is that you always have choice recognize your stuckness as a tool of the saboteur that's that that place because remember the saboteur is wanting you to stay still on that ball it does not want you to move or shift or do anything that would cause change so of course when you have a competing value the minute that that happens your saboteur is going to just come in in full force and go ah see there's no good option here you're not gonna be able to make everybody happy so let's not make anybody happy So the question I have for you is when you're in your stuckness, there are two things that you can ask yourself that I think will be really helpful in helping you really choose what value you need to honor. Because again, all of our values are important, but they oftentimes clash with each other. So the first question is, what is needed now? There are times when you're going to need to put Extra time at work, and you're going to need to stay there till eight o'clock at night because you've got a trial coming up. And there's going to be times when your staff is going to need you. And by doing that, that means you need to lean away on that ball from family or maybe some self care or some other things. Now, as long as you don't stay leaned over, because what happens when you stay leaned over? You fucking fall off the ball. As long as you don't stay leaned over, I'm still going to suggest that that's balance. You are choosing which value to honor by answering the question what is needed now and guess what when you ask yourself that question your inner wisdom will always be there to guide you you know it's saboteur when they say well i don't know it's it's why this is so confusing no you almost always know what's needed now if you were just to honor that at other times you're going to need to lean over to the other side because your kid's having trouble in school Or because you just had a three-week trial and were at work till 8 o'clock at night or even out of the country or out of the the state um, for three weeks. Now you're going to get that balance and your your value that you're going to honor as family because that's what's needed now. That's a great question to ask yourself when you have competing values. What's needed now? The second question you can ask yourself is where am I choosing from? When you choose from guilt or from should, you are not honoring the value even when you choose it. It is not an honoring space to be in. When you choose family, even though work is what's needed now because you think you should or that's your role, you're not actually honoring family because when you come from guilt or should, that's not honoring. When you choose your friends even though your kid needs you to stay home because you you're holding the value of well a good friend would would show up to this thing even though my kid needs me that's not honoring your friend it's not it's not an honoring place to come from should the only place that you can really come from when you honor a value truly honor a value is from love it's from a place of loving not only yourself but the thing that you are saying yes to Here's the thing. When we say yes to something, we automatically say no to something else. That's life. That's how it works. And that's why this concept of balance is absolutely cuckoo because (laughs) there's no way to say yes to everything at one time. And living a good life is making decisions about what value to honor when. And that comes really down to two questions. What's needed now? And what place am I choosing from? That my friends, will always lead you to the right decision when you have that clash of competing values. This is why, by the way, we have so many different values because it makes us well-rounded people. Yes, it could also make things confusing because we get pulled in a variety of directions. But when you find your own North Star, you start listening to your own inner wisdom, your own inner voice, and you start asking yourself these questions, and you do not allow the saboteur to come in and rob you of that peace and that wisdom. That's when you can start honoring the values in your life from different places and different needs versus just doing whatever keeps the train on the rails out of should and guilt, which is where I see so many of you living your lives. So yes, honor your values by checking in and asking yourself those two questions because it is important to live a life of value and throughout this idea of balance being able to say yes to everything and always being at peace and calm no it's about leaning into what needs to be leaned into and staying on the ball instead of staying stagnant and constantly trying to make everybody happy all right I hope that's been helpful I'll talk to you soon
0: That's it for this episode of From Hostage to Hero. But head to our website, sorrydlm.com, for other must-have resources from Sari Delamart. Read the transcript of this podcast, watch trial tip videos, or download your free copy of Sari's article, Why Jurors Hate the Hobby Question. We're glad you joined us today. And until next time, remember that to lead a hostage to freedom, you must first free yourself.